Hello, this is Lee. Lee, how in the heck are you, man? Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good, how you been? Good. I've been seeing your recent post. Looks like you're training Phil. Is it Phil or Philip? Philip, yeah, he's doing really well. He's doing really good. <clears throat> Looks like it. I, I, listen, I, I just wanted to call and see how you've been. Uh, listen, I'm actually recording right now. So, <laughs> listen, it's been a while since I've had you on the podcast. I just, <clears throat> if you don't mind, you got a couple, like five, 10 minutes? Yeah. Okay. Well, how things, uh, how things going? Things are going pretty good. Uh, paid by dues is how I would describe it. <laughs> I'm, I'm about, what, 10 months into the business. And, uh, so, you know, I'm at the point where I'm, I'm still learning, still trying to get faster and uh, not on my own doing retail. So, you know, there are days that are really a challenge, but I just push through them, push through them, push through them. And, and uh, I'm making enough money to pay my bills and I'm learning every day. So that's good. That's real good. I Now, what do you think is, since you said you're going into 10 months now, what, what do you think has been the most challenging uh, part of the of the career right now? Oh, I think um, um, just learning how to do all kind of different dents because every, as, it, as you know, every dent's different. You know, uh, before I I got into PDR and I watched videos, you know, I kind of I kind of had more of the idea that okay, once you learn a few dents, then you know you're going to see similar dents. <laughs> That's not the case. They're all different. You know, every different panel, a different location, different depth, different shape. Everything is different. Require different ways of addressing them and approaching them and so everyone is unique so you know for me um you know how do you get access how do you get leverage how do you approach every different kind of event that's the kind of thing that i'm right now just uh learning every day <clears throat> um you know i have learned a lot but there's still a lot more of that kind of thing to learn and what? um yeah, I mean, it, it, well, at least it doesn't get boring, though. You know what I mean? It, oh, it's no. Still, it's still like a, hey, man, this is, I wake up, it's another another day, another dent, uh, another learning experience, right? And yeah, you're still making money. I mean, some days, what, you, you, you like I said a while ago on my other podcast, uh, you, you learn or you, you win or you learn, right? That's basically how you got to look at it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I look at every every failure, if you will, as an opportunity to learn and I, I try to embrace doing things that I don't know if I can do just so I can can learn and of course sometimes you're going to run up against struggles and challenges and sometimes failures too but um, otherwise you don't learn so well you you know you have to stay up optimistic if you don't it'll eat you alive you know what I mean uh, yeah I mean just think about the just think um about, I, I think about myself all the time and I look at you, I look at Philip, I look at, you know, my past students. I, I, and there's a, quite a few and I look how fast you guys have developed and where you're at compared to what it was before, which I'm going to get to my later on in this uh, podcast that we kind of, in the beginning, the, us first gen techs, we, you know, we made it more challenging for ourselves today than we should have, which I'll get into that later because um, it's just a, whole new outlook, but you guys don't get me wrong. PDR is, it's not going to be easy regardless. It's just going to be somewhat less challenging and more prepared, shall I say, um, and looking, you know, we, we put down, we, we cleared the road for you, but 
you know, the more you push yourself, the more challenging challenges you're going to get, regardless if you're what you're pushing or, or marketing, right? Yeah, that's right. And speaking of the marketing, how do you, how do you think you're doing now on that? Um, pretty well. You know, um, I get a lot of my business from Yelp and I get, but I'm also going with the, you know, Google AdWords and, and Google my business. And then I get uh, Instagram and, and uh, YouTube referrals. So I'm, I'm getting people from all different sources That's good. rather than relying on one source and, you know, and then, you know, I do get a lot of referrals now because I've, I've done a number of jobs now. So I get a lot of, I get some referrals, you know, maybe about, uh, um, you know, 10 or 20% of my work now is from referrals. And how many, how so, many, um, how many reviews you got on, on Yelp now? Uh, on Yelp, I think around 40, really 40, 45 star reviews, something like that. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. And on review rail, I think I have ninety. Tell, tell um, me, the, tell me a secret here, because everybody, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening right now, you will see Lee like almost every Instagram. Like I don't know how you do it, Lee. I, you're you, you're everywhere everywhere than I am. I, you like or you're commenting, <laughs> you're participating in someone's post or. How do you do that, man? Do you get notified when someone makes a post, or how, what? What is what is going on, man? How do you do dance and keep up with social media at the same time? Uh, well, well, there's two things to that. One is I like it. I like it because it's really nice to keep in touch with people. And sometimes I'll see a dance on, say, Instagram, and I see something, and I'll ask them, "Yeah, was that glue pull, or how, how'd you get access to that?" And so from that, you you meet people, you get to know them everybody all the other technicians are all friendly and helpful and then i learned stuff from that too you know they might say oh there's a access hole here or there's you sneak in here or i use this tool and so um for me it's fun to to, to meet people and and but it's also an opportunity to learn so that's why i'm on it a lot well you are you are a master at pr and if anybody doesn't know what pr means uh personal relations are you still giving out those those thank you cards at the end, like after your yeah. service? Yeah, I do. That's a and, that, uh, that's a lost people, thing. People love it. You're right. It is a lost thing. It seems simple to me because I grew up in a different era <laughs> than most of the people maybe who are listening. I grew up in a different era where you got things in the mail and people sent cards and all that kind of stuff. And I always liked it. Uh, you know, somebody sent me a thank you card. I just I liked it, you know, so I just kept up with it, and I I send them to my customers and send them to other people that I meet, and and yeah, people almost overreact to receiving one of them. I think, oh, okay, I just dashed off a quick card, okay, no big deal, and then I get this response, oh my god, well, you know, this is great, and so it does work, and of course it it really is good with customers. If you yeah, send one of those to every customer, then. They remember you. Yeah, it's exactly that's what I was going to say. It's the icing on the cake of your experience, right? They they remember always the last thing you do for them. Um, it's not what you do for them; it's what you what you left them with, right? Like that little touch that you just did. Like you you'll send them a thank you, a personal thing. You think everything's good, or the customer thinks, "All right, hey, uh, you know, I left them this review, and or or I said thank you, I gave them a tip, or whatever." But you just, you have to, you always have the last word, which I think is awesome. So I, I took a, a playbook. Hey, you know what, what's crazy is I kicked myself. I think we talked about this last time. I used to do that as well, and then I dropped it. Now I'm going back to it, and 
people, I think that's something that you definitely need to do. Take a page out of Lee Shirby's playbook and do that thank you, that personal touch thank you card. So that's awesome, Lee. That's awesome. Yeah, and every one of those things, like like the thank you cards, in order to stick with it, you have to make it a habit. When I come home from in the evening, I have a habit. What I do, I'm going to enter the information in my accounting system. I'm going to send the thank you cards. So it's it's kind of a habit, a routine. And I'm not going to wait. Oh, maybe next week I'll send some cards out. No, that that doesn't work. Well, I I I admire it, Lee. I think it's a lost um, art of of appreciation, and I think a lot of people should do it. Obviously, myself and others out there. So get to it. But Lee, I don't want to take any more time. I just wanted to say, check on you and say, how you doing? Hi. I haven't literally had much time to talk to you since our last podcast. And, and, and I do, I see you hustling out there and, and doing a great job at uh, basically helping the industry and, and bringing it out and, and, and uh, promoting it. And that's what this podcast is going to be. And one of the topics is going to be is about promoting it. And you're doing an excellent job. So I just wanted to let you know that Lee, thank you. Oh, well, well, thank you, Mike. And I, one of the things I remember, too, when, when uh, you trained me and I was leaving and you said, you know, you really are good compared to what the, all these other people out there, um, what, you know, the general public, what they know about PDR. You're very good. And I think of that almost every day when I hop in my van and I'm going out to a job for the day. You know, and I think, you know, like Mike said, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm not trying to get cocky, but. I'm pretty good. I can do a lot. I can, I can really move some metal. And I really, um, because I've tried to keep up with training, you know, on YouTube and elsewhere. Yep, and, uh, that trainer. Yep. Yeah. You know, and that's good to know when you're going out, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty good. <laughs> you have some confidence in yourself that you're going to get through the day and, and, and they do, you win. Yep. I, and I think that's a, that's another thing that we, we don't focus on. We focus on being, Obviously, we want to be really, really good at what we do, and we take a lot of pride at what we do, but we forget about the other side. We forget about, you know, putting our two cents in and not just promoting how cheap we are, which I'll get to later on as well, but promoting the industry, promoting, educating the customer about the benefits of paintless repair, making it aware. Um, again, you go ask the Lee, and I'm sure you agree, you go ask the uh, 10 people, 10 strangers in a row. I highly doubt you'll get one or two people that say they've heard about paintless net repair. And if you get two in a row, I'd give you a thousand dollars. Oh, I lost them. Wow. I better call them back. Let's see here. Lee Shuri is not available. Lee. Lee. He'll probably call back. Well, why he's calling back because we dropped that bummer. Um, let's get into this podcast, shall we? Hello, everyone. I'm Mike Toledo, your host on Dent Time PDR, a podcast about PDR training, tutorials, interviews, and much more. So get something to eat, drink, and start pushing. It's time to listen. Hey. All right. All right, guys. Uh, it's a kind of a weird opening here into... I don't know how I'm going to start this podcast here. <laughs> I am so unorthodox when it comes to uh, doing a show because you never know what you're going to get with me. And I, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I listen to my show as a listener too. And 
sometimes I just cringe at myself sometimes. I just want to like delete what I say sometimes and redo it. And in case you wonder where I'm going at this is I'm changing my format uh, here. Uh, I'm not going to go traditional podcasts, have a, you know, some dorky introduction all the time. Uh, I might just come in with something else and I'm going to keep it flowing. That's what I like to do. I, I don't want to be boring to you guys. So we're going to have some different segments here. So um, there was Lee right there. Sorry we got cut off, but hey, this is real deal, right? Things happen. So here's here's my topics of this, okay? We're going to talk about the events of PDR Canada. I'm going to talk just briefly about that because you've heard me promote that. We are actually, actually I'm going to talk about it right now. I, I'm going to a company called PDR Canada. They're holding an event called PDRRepairSecrets.ca. That's the website. If you are still thinking about it, you're in Canada and you're going to be close to it, I would definitely hurry up and enroll, get in there. There's going to be a lot of good text there showing their last 20%, and you are going to be in there too as well. We want to see your guys' type of repairs. A lot of good text already coming. I want to see their repairs too. Look, everything's dent foo, right? It is dent foo these days. You need to take a technique out of someone's playbook and put it in yours. How many times, or if you've been around for a while, how many times have you guys taken little bits and pieces and your technique has changed throughout the years? Right? Regardless if you saw a video or if you've seen somebody in person or if you've been to a seminar, that's what it's for. You got to keep evolving. That's why the repairs are getting cleaner and better. So check out. Go to PDR Canada. Or call, contact them. Again, I'm always screwed up. PDRRepairSecrets.ca. PDR Canada is hosting it. I will be there next week. Starting, I'll be there Wednesday, flying Wednesday. It's Thursday, Friday. And then the IMI is on Saturday, which Vince D'Alessandro will be teaching that course. Hey, everybody, I forgot to tell you that I am having an IMI, which is May 25th. Don't forget, May 25th. Get signed up. You can go to AnsonPDR.com, click on the events, and you'll be able to sign up there. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of people come from coming from different areas. Get IMI certified. It's the future, folks. Don't miss it. Okay. Now, the rest of the topics are going to be Las Vegas, MTE. Is it worth going? Is there enough room for two big shows? And who's pumped for it? All right. Why? And next one is why the PDR industry is uphill. Why Why has it been like that way for so long? You know? And I'll be honest with you. I, I'm going to blame it on us, the, the first gen. And I'm going to tell you why as well. Okay? And are you educating the public the wrong way? Are you doing your share? Are you just worried about how much you can charge the customer? Are you worried about your prices? Or do you think you, if you lower your prices, you'll get more customers? Are you thinking the right way or the wrong way? We'll talk about that. And tool handles. Man, oh man. Tool handles, tool handles. I know we brushed on it uh, another podcast, but I'm going to give you some updates about what I feel I like how they feel in my hand, what I feel about them, and where I think it's going. So that's it. That's what we got going, okay? Um, we're going to go for about 40 minutes more about this. Maybe I'll go over. Maybe I'll go less. I don't know. We'll see. Here we go, all right? Dynamite! 
Las Vegas MTE. Now, I've been hearing a lot of mixed reviews. At first, when they dropped that, I wasn't sure about it. But I'll be honest with you guys. I think you should go. And I'll tell you why. Listen, you got to be a supporter of this show. Who cares if you're not going because you believe there's two shows? This is what it's about, man. This is if you're not going to give it a fair shake, you shouldn't you shouldn't even consider making an opinion about it, right? How can you make an opinion if you don't actually go and then you can put your two cents in? Well, I this is what I experienced, this is what I felt, this is why I don't want to go. But if you're just basing it on because there's another show, then I, I don't think that's a fair fair shake. I don't, don't think that's that's a good opinion. Why why do I think it's going to be good? Um, number one, I think this is going to be the best the best venue they've ever had. How do I know? Because I've been to Clearwater. I've been to obviously the casino, uh, the Royale one over there in Orlando, and I've been to many others. And personally, this is technically like in my backyard. It's only three and a half hours if I fly there, like drive fast or five hour drive on average if I cruise. But still, regardless, it is very close. And that's not why I'm telling you to go because it's in my backyard. That's not why I'm telling you because of the venue, the casino. It's clean. It's nice. It's got a lot of things to do in it. It's separated from the rest of the casinos over there it's still on the strip but it's about five miles closer or uh, i would say south of the main strip and it's got everything you want in it different bars around it open areas steak and shake there's restaurants inside of it there's a movie theater for your kids if you want to bring your kids and have them do something there's something at least for them to keep busy while you're at the show they don't even have to technically leave the casino but I guarantee you it'll be cool and fun because everybody will be in the casino just chilling, relaxing, drinking, having a drink, or, you know, or just socializing. I'm telling you, it is really, really nice, and I love it. I, I've, I've been in that casino many times because I actually have a timeshare right next to it. And again, I'm not telling you because of my timeshare or, or because it's in my backyard I think a lot of you are going to be surprised on how well the venue is. And it's nice. It's a, it's a nice casino, and you're going to like it a lot. So that's my take. Also, at least my opinion for, for now on that, but also keep in mind, too, that there are going to be tool companies there investing a lot of money in hopes that you'll be there to support them while they're there. So I know Ultra Dent Tools is going to be all in on this one. So he's going to have a giant booth. Not that that's going to sway, you know, sway you. Oh, wow, Ultra's going to be. Not, that, that, not telling you that, but I know he's going all in. I know all the major other tool manufacturers are going. That's another reason just to come and, and, and be there. Give it a fair shake. Come out. Besides, there's a lot of other things to do. Who doesn't like Las Vegas? Now, the only gripe I would say, I wouldn't say gripe. It's not a gripe. The only drawback for some of you, you might be head over heels into hail. That's, I can understand that. Business is business. Work is work. You got to do what you got to do. I totally get that. 
but I wouldn't make it an excuse before it already happens. So that's something to consider. I, uh, I'm stay optimistic, you know. Uh, stay positive, guys, and please consider coming out to Las Vegas. Support MTE. Remember, if MTE wasn't around, I don't think we would be as halfway close and networked and tight as we are today. Now, I know there would probably be something else in the works, but I do recommend going. And for the people who are on the West Coast, maybe the people in Hawaii, uh, Alaska, all that area that you didn't really have a chance to go to the East Coast, well, this might be the best opportunity you've ever had. And it might not be, this might be the last one. I don't know. But come out and support it. I will be definitely talking about this more and more. I'll try to get other people on here as a guest who are part of that Las Vegas thing. And let's see what happens. So on to the next segment. All right, so... Why is the PDR industry an uphill battle? Why is it? Why are we tackling it? Well, I think we're closer than other ever. But why do the first generation kind of, why did we set it up for so long, so wrong? Why do, why do we do that? What I mean by that is, listen, we've been conditioned for so long to drop our pants, drop our prices, and, and, and charge lower and thinking that we can't provide the same type of quality and caliber as a body shop. Now I know that thinking isn't today. I know that, but there's still a hell of a lot of techs out there that still think that way. Just like a lot of techs out there think that their 15 tools that they have that they've been doing for the past 20 to 30 years is the only way still to go. I get it. And I'm not trying to change spots on a leopard, but I am trying to be helpful on some more insight about how we can change it. Because I think we've been so conditioned on thinking that we couldn't get a dent out perfect back in the day. And it carried over for decades, at least two decades. You know, for a while, I, I thought that, you know, having texture in the paint was acceptable. That was the way it was. And it hung over us for a long time. And that's where we got the, the price list of where we, well, we couldn't charge as much of a body shop because it doesn't come out as clear and clean as a body shop. Well, now we know. We've seen tons of examples, a lot of before and afters. I mean, if you go on social media, go on um you know, dent contest, like John Hiley has on his tactical, tons of that stuff on there. Uh, if you go to um, uh, ARC certified, you'll see tons of before and afters on there, videos, YouTube, you name it, it's there. There's no excuse for you to drop your pants. You have some value, charge for it. Remember, again, PDR isn't always cheaper, it's just always better. We've got to believe that, right? So are you, here's, here's the thing too. It's like, are you educating the public enough about PDR? Are you doing your part? And I don't mean like worldwide. You don't have to do it worldwide, but are you doing it enough in your area? Okay. Are you, what are you doing to market your area? You know, are you creating videos on YouTube? Are you, are you showing the process of it? Are you, 
um, Instagramming things? Are you tagging things? Are you trying to promote how good the quality of paintless dent repair is? How good the benefits of paintless dent repair is? Personally, I think you should be making a video at least once a week about the benefits of paintless dent repair in your own area and target your area. You know, nobody should be promoting it, including body shops, should be promoting it better than you. Nobody. You know the benefits of it. Pass it on. Pass it on to the public. Don't be shy. Don't be in the corner hoping people will find you because they're typing in body shop repair or auto body repair. People are finding you because they're typing in dent repair near me, dent repair, dent removal. I'd love to tell you that they're looking for paintless dent repair. Some are, but not everybody is, and mostly not everybody is. But you really have to start educating the public, and that starts with your local area. And don't worry about what your competition thinks. Because they think more highly of that than you think. When I see someone promoting the benefits of paintless dent repair, and it looks professional, and it comes across really cool, I give them kudos, man. It's freaking, that, that's what you want. That's what you want out of a PDR company. They're doing their diligence, putting it out there, showing what the capabilities of paintless dent repair can be. It's awesome. You know, back in the day when I was on DoorDing.com, people used to tell me, why are you promoting big dents? That's all you're going to get. People are going to think that's what you fix all the time. Well, that's what I do. That's what I want. Yeah, but you're going to get collision. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. You're going to get stuff you can't fix. So I'd rather get everything than selective things, which would be cut that in half. If I couldn't do some of those, then I'm only getting like 10 to 20% of those. Why not have the pick of the litter and promote the capabilities and then I can filter what I want. That's how it should be. That's how you guys should think. Throw the kitchen sink at it, man. Show everything you can possibly do. I'd rather get my phone ringing, asking people if I asking me if I can fix stuff that I can't fix, than than people calling me once in a while that maybe I can fix. At 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 a very more slimmer chance. Look, if I get everybody that can call that calls me, thinking that I can fix their dent, well, I'm happy because there will be dents there that I think I can't fix that I'll try that I can fix, and we've been down that road too. Because opportunity comes knocking, right? And it does, usually doesn't come knocking a lot. That's just another motivation for you to get out there and bust your butt and try and do what comes to you. But promote the heck out of paintless dent repair. You're like, well, how can I do that? How can I promote paintless dent repair? Well, paintless dent repair, you can, again, I don't know, I could go through all this again. But you can, you can, you can show the process of how it's done. Uh, here's a tech, here's a, here's a tech tip. I, 
I drop this stuff on all the time on, um, on the seminars I go do. So if you have an iPhone, I don't know if it's on Android. Sorry, Android guys. I haven't been on Android in probably about three years now. So I don't know what it's called, but I'm sure they have something. It's an app that you can, you can have video and photos at the same time or all videos in sections, you know, in little, little, um, little windows in, in it. Okay. Why not shoot different segments of your video, of your photo, I mean, excuse me, of your repair. So shoot, shoot yourself from further back, a wide shot, shoot a close up of the dent being taken out. Or here's the deal, guys, shoot the dent, obviously close up the whole time, shoot from start to finish, finish it, boom, boom. Then take your camera, pull it back, get a wide shot of you on the car. Then a shot of your hand on the tool, twisting, yada, yada. Then the shot of your light. And then, you know, maybe a shot of, of, of your tools. And have it all go in motion at once, right? And then put it on there. You're kind of telling a story at once. And then put in, put in there. Like, you should do comparisons of this was so and such and such at a body shop. This was $875 at a body shop. This repair was, you know, and, and you're not being cheap, $475. And it could be like a size of a, you know, softball or a smaller. No Carfax report. No insurance claim. No being away from your vehicle for five to seven days. No color mismatching. No hassle. All performed within hours, not days. We come to you. PDR isn't always cheaper, but it's always better. And sometimes cheaper. <laughs> you know, you, you can put something, you can be as, as descriptive as you can, but at the same time, give them something to chew on. Always give them something to chew on. And don't, you don't always have to say it's cheaper. You don't always have to show it's, you know, half the cost. You know, hey, you could say one time, you could say, hey, this was $600. The customer had a $500 deductible, but in the long run, we saved them over $800 a year because their insurance would have gone up. The Carfax would have been on there and there's no color mismatching. You see where I'm getting at? I mean, it's the truth, but we don't think about it because we do it for a living. We don't think about those, those benefits that a customer could, could think about, you know, what's the value of their time being away from their vehicle? Do they have rental car insurance? We assume that they have full coverage and that's what they want to do. I don't know, man. I just think that there's, there's a lot there's a lot of work to do. I talked to Don Kavanaugh, and we talk about this every other day, that we just don't see people promoting enough. They show before and after pictures. They, you know, they do a time lapse, pretty cool, but they don't say anything about it. How do you not say anything about it? You know, your Instagram, you gotta talk, you gotta tell a little bit about it. You know, and, and I want it. Hey, how did you do that? What, how much was that? Now, you don't have to put a price on it, okay? You don't have to put a price on it. Not all the time. But once in a while, you, you can. And then take your Instagram because your Instagram is your resume. Take your Instagram, put it on your website. Or put a link to your, your Instagram. Make it flamboyant. 
And my site, Dentime, you can go there, you go to photo gallery, and it is linked to, I mean, it's embedded. The Instagram is embedded as my photo gallery. And I love it because every time I update my Instagram, it updates my gallery automatically. Even And it has everything there, video clips, the photos, and it's educating the customer. I hit them from all over, and that's how you guys should be doing. I don't know. I'm, you guys, I know you, a lot of you guys, you know, you're not built like me. I, I live, sleep, eat PDR. I bust my butt. I hustle. And I hope you guys are going to hustle too. I know a lot of hustlers out there, goes, those guys out there, okay? Let me tell you something. People who make a lot of money doesn't come by accident. And by God means, I don't want you to think that, oh, Mike Toledo makes a lot of money. No, no, not saying that. Not saying that. But don't get jealous, or as my kids would say, don't get jelly over other people's success. You got to, you got to, you got to, as my kids would say, you got to be a little extra on your, on your hustle. Okay. I'm just, I don't want you guys to think that you, I'm coming across the wrong way, guys. I, I definitely don't. I'm, I'm as, I'm trying, I'm as humble as I can be, but I'm, one of my motivation here is to get you motivated. You know, dang darn Mike, man, he's true, you know. Sometimes I don't like that mofo, but you know what? He actually means, he actually is telling the truth here. I know I'm telling the truth. Look, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't do something about it. You don't get off your butt and hustle. Remember, PDR is great. You do the job, go home, you get paid, but your job isn't done yet. You ain't done yet, partner. Get your butt on the computer. Learn how to socialize and network. Look at Lee. He, he was on the podcast, and what did he just say? And I didn't even know I was going to call him. I get and I comment on everybody. I'm networking because I'm learning. He's learning how to get better just by communicating. Now, I'm not saying comment on every friggin' post that you can imagine like Lee does. But I need you to educate yourself so you can educate the public. That's how it's going to get better. Everybody puts their part. And listen, nobody should be a better marketer than you are in your own city. Don't let a guy who's 20 miles, 30 miles, 50 miles away have more publicity in your hometown than yourself. And if that's the case, he's the one that's hustling. I mean, that's a hustler. If he's dominating the whole 50 miles or 100 miles and you're not even being seen because you're not even on the map, then I guess you've got a lot of work to do because eventually it's not going to get easier for you. It will get more challenging. And again, the new people who come into this business, they're already going to be social media savvy. They don't necessarily have to be as good as you, but they're going to be social media savvy. And again, I've, I've, I've touched base on this already. McDonald's doesn't make the best hamburger. We all make a better hamburger than McDonald's, but McDonald's kicks our butt in how to sell a hamburger. You be the McDonald's of PDR in your area, and you'll do just fine. You need to make sure you don't put all your eggs in one basket. 
promote, promote, promote. And as you're promoting, you're educating. Think about that. As you're promoting your company, you're educating. Why do you want to educate the customer? Because it builds trust. It makes you the industry leader. And they want to do business with the industry leader who knows how to do a dent and who's the expert in their area. That should be you. I don't know how to put it any other way. I will keep tagging you on this. I'll keep lecturing you guys on this. I'll keep throwing it through your brain. Get out there. Hustle. You got the price guides behind you. You got Mobile Tech RX. You've, you've got ammunition, firepower, justification, social media. And by the way, go to Mega Media Event. That's going to be October, mid-October. Get ready for that. So you can promote yourself. Look professional. Get out there. Kick butt. Create your videos. And listen, you don't need a 4K camera. You don't need all this high-end crap to make yourself look professional in the industry leader. As Forrest Gump says, and that's all I got to say about that. All right, so let's talk about tool handles, man. Tool handles, I'm going to touch base on it. We already talked about like what I think tool handles should be. Matter of fact, I've been, I've been thinking about new tool handles that, that I would like somebody to make for me. I don't have it completely done yet, but I, you know, I'm working on it. And I haven't shown anybody what I'm doing yet, not one person. Except maybe Philip because he was there, but I gave him an idea, but it's not it's not even close to to how I want it. But that's that's nor here nor there. Okay, that's later on. But tool handles, I'm gonna tell you, man, it is. If if you don't think it makes a difference, Vince from Vince Delisandro from Dense No More slash Anson sent me some overlays made um, directly from B&D tools, which they make awesome accessories and they make tools for A1 and, well, they make their accessories for A1 and Anson. But anyhow, they go over their, oh, they're called, they're called Viper Skins overlays that go over the A1 tool ratchet handle systems and the tequila ratchet handle systems for Anson. Now, we felt those handles before. And they're those kind of skinny handle design that's got a little ball on the end of it, you know, for the ratchet. Really good ratchet, actually. Really good. Easy to just flip and turn and blah, blah, blah. But it's uncomfortable. It's small. It's small in your hand. And they're designed for machinery. And this isn't a jab at A1 either, okay? Let's, let's, not, let's not take it the wrong way here. But we all have to understand that things evolve. They get better. We, you know, this is 2019, guys and ladies. We want more comfortable handles. You know, for the first time this year, my left wrist is feels like it's got carpal tunnel. For the first time. And I've never had any aches before. And I know why. Technically, it's not from the handles, though. It's from I'm right-handed, but my left hand, it, it is so like, it's so locked on when I'm moving my handle up and down from my right hand 
that it's the guide fingers, right? And it's so stiff when, because I need to move in increments, right? Just tiny. It's my guide finger, guy, and it just moves up, moves down. It just helps that shaft of the tool be very pinpoint accurate. Well, it's because I've been in that same position for years. Now I feel like it's taking a toll. And that's the only area of my body that feels like it's got carpal tunnel or arthritis, whatever you want to call it. Okay, I'm playing the little mini violin now. Okay, sorry. So going back to the to the handle, let me tell you something. The Viper Scan going over the A1 tool handle is night and day. I'm talking night and Sunday. I mean completely different it it totally makes the tool feel completely like a different tool in a whole hundred percent better way you put it on the reaper total different animal feeling you put it on the tequila tools totally better and it's easy to do and they're only thirty dollars a piece that's what's crazy that's what's crazy I love it. I love it. I, I think it's a no-brainer. I think they have three different sizes. Tiny, like small one, medium, and large. I got the two sizes. I, I have a medium and large. Absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. And I think you guys will as well. I have a post on my Instagram. You can see pictures of it. You can see it like with half of it on, on the overlay or on the handle, half of it. It's pretty badass. And then it shows the clothes and it shows, kind of gives you a good perspective of what it looks like. And just looking at it does not do any justice about how it feels in your hand. Totally, totally freaking good. Now, now I haven't been keeping up on PDR tool time, so I don't know how much they've talked about it. I'm sure Daniel Grom was all over it, like white on rice talking about it. And I'm sure they've talked about it and covered it, but I'm, I'm giving you my own two cents. Uh, I think it's fantastic. So going on the gorilla handles now, I have in a sense then I haven't had a chance to use that directly either, and I have that from John, and I've been just having a ton of good times with that. That thing is just it's gorgeous. It works, and it's freaking quick to put on and off. And as a matter of fact, I went balls out crazy, and I took one of the handles from a one cut that off put an adapter on a quick release so i can put it on my ultra stuff i mean and use that gorilla handle with my ultra octagons if you don't know what that what that looks like either uh do i have a picture no, i don't have a picture of it here i think i i've been posting it on my videos on on uh, facebook and things like that so by the way by the way if you have not followed my page on facebook please do there's a link below this podcast all the time. I post more stuff on my Facebook page than I do anything else. So if you want to see what's current, what's going on besides the Instagram, my handle is Instagram at Dentime and same with Facebook, Facebook at Dentime and then same thing with YouTube, YouTube at Dentime. Now, probably some of you guys are going, how, how come you haven't concentrated on YouTube? Well, I'll get to that in a little bit. I'll get that to a little bit. Okay. Um, Another another handle, but let me say something first with John's. So 
I did a lot of custom things to it. it it's got a giant extension handle to it, and you can add even more. You put a ball on it. It is the bee's knees of, of, of handles. It is rock solid. I think it's one of the tightest ratchets now. You can have technically. I don't. It's not a ratchet, honestly. It's a quick release. That's what I'm going to say. It is. It's a quick release that doesn't has no need for a ratchet because it just it's so fast at taking it off and on, and you have all these points that you can put it on. There's no need. It just works, and I love it. I like the weight of it. I think it's, it feels robust. It feels like a real beast of a handle, and it's legit. So both those Viper skins, those Gorilla Handle, get it. You'll be super happy. Now, I think the Gorilla Handle is going to run you about 2 hundo, but it's worth every penny. Every penny. And I'm not saying it because John's my business partner in Dent Trainer. I'm not saying that. Look, you guys know me. doesn't matter who gives me a tool. I don't care how much I like them and we're friends, we're buddies. I'm not going to mislead you guys and tell you guys to get something and get put my name on it if I don't think it's good. That's how I roll. But sometimes you might not think what I think is good, but that's okay. But at least I believe what I say is good. So there you go. There you have it. Another cool handle that I really have been using lately and freaking uh, monster and leverage is the AHA extension handle from Endeavor. Now, Don Cavanaugh had an idea. He brought it to Chad from Endeavor, and man, that thing's a beast. So you can basically, it screws onto any handle system, well, open handle system, like the Ultra Dent Tool 1 or a, like a, like a looped dent, uh, like a looped handle, if you have one, as far as I can think of. But man, it is good. It's good. It's got the right amount of weight to it. And it's it's a beast. It's freaking good. I'll put links up there on below this so you guys can check it out and decide for yourself. I don't know exactly how much that go, goes for. And that was given to me pro bono. And um, again, I'm not going to talk about it if I don't think it's good. And that's good. And if you want to save some leverage off of your shoulder, your rotor rotor cup, get it. Because it's going to add more power using the same amount of force. And that's all I got to say about that too. Boy, I'm just keeping this going, aren't I? So here we go. We're going to talk about why I don't post on YouTube as much. Well, for one, I don't have as much time as I used to, at least not this year. Do I want to post on YouTube? Sure, I do. And here's another thing too. I don't want to post tons of tutorials on there and videos on there because it's not fair to my dent trainer subscribers as well. That's how I feel. I will give you guys some tutorials. I'll give you bits and pieces of the stuff that I put on dent trainer. Sometimes I'll give you uh, a tutorial that you think is the whole thing, but it's not. A lot of it's on YouTube, or excuse me, Dent Trainer. But I listen. I, I I'm not trying to punish anybody who's not on Dent Trainer. Don't get me wrong. I still gotta get. I still give tons of value, but I have obligations and responsibilities that are more prioritized uh, besides doing YouTube. And I love doing my reviews too. 
but it all takes time. And then I don't just, you know, bust out a review because I feel like I have to rush and please the people and the subscribers. No, I, I, if I put out a review, I take my time and make it well. And I want it. I want you guys to like leave going, wow, I learned something and I like the tool that he, that he uh, suggests. And now I know how to use it better and why he likes it. And now I know why I like it and how I could benefit from it. That's my purpose when I do a video like that. So <clears throat> I, that's why I don't, I haven't been concentrating on YouTube and that doesn't mean I'm not going to stop doing YouTube. That No way, okay? No way. I love doing videos for YouTube. But now you see the reason why I haven't been, and there's those particular reasons. Now, do I really have to explain myself? Hell no. I don't have to explain myself at all. But I'd like to because a lot of you guys follow me and, Maybe wondering, well, what what's up with Mike? He doesn't do this or do that. No, I'm 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 not trying to diss anybody who doesn't pay for dent trainer. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I'm just explaining. That's all. So that's it, man. I mean, that's that's my podcast. It is what it is, right? Tell me what you guys think, man. Hit me up. Give me a review, good or bad. Give me some feedback. I love it. I love it. And, um, you know, I appreciate it. Actually, let's, let's go to, uh, let's go to iTunes here. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll read a few here. So, all right. So I've got a few here. We've got one from angry, tired dent guy, actually angry, tired guy. Uh, this was posted on October 5th, 2018. And he says, I started pushing at a horribly run mobile company as a route tech. The training was crap and I wasn't supplied the proper tools. No whale tails, no glue pulling and thrown into the dealerships to figure it out. With the help of a few of other techs that saw me struggling, I figured things out. I was set to fail and I ended up quitting. I bought my own tools, kept it aside as a hustle. Toledo's videos definitely helped along the way. And the podcast is great to listen to. I want to say thanks for keeping me interested in the industry. Thanks for helping me learn about new tools and techniques. Five stars, Dave. Well, thanks, Dave. I appreciate that, man. Really, really do. Uh, I have one right here that's recently, April 13th. Uh, always good info. Whether you are interested in becoming a paintless dent repair professional, or you're grizzled in the PDR vet. Mike's insights are second to none. Great tips from PDR Technique to marketing and so much more. If you aspire to be a top-level dent tech, then you should be listening to this podcast. Johnny, appreciate that, man. Really, really, really do. I got another one right here, too. is uh, Dentman4411. Always interesting, listening to forward thinking, trying new marketing strategies, metal techniques, etc. Thanks for giving so much to the PDR industry. Well, thank you very much, Dentman444, 4411. I appreciate all you guys listening. I'll read some more next week. But again, thank you very much. Give me a review. Let me know what you think, man. Hurry up. Hit me up. Talk to you guys later. Have a good one. <laughs>